Despite ongoing street protests across Mexico, the PRI's candidate, Enrique Peña Nieto, appears destined to take the oath of office on December 1st. He's promising sweeping reforms to make the country more competitive. Still, many Mexicans worry the PRI's old guard, or dinosaurs as they're still known, will drag their nation backward to its anti-democratic past. A growing number of citizens vow to prevent that from happening. Frank Contreras sent us this report. La coalición Compromiso por México encabezará el próximo gobierno de la República. Enrique Peña Nieto is the new telegenic face of Mexico's oldest political party, the PRI, or Institutional Revolutionary Party. It's been governing this and several other Mexican states nonstop for 83 consecutive years. I am a priesta first because I was born into a priesta family, and after that because of my convictions. I think it's been a party that has assumed a new political role at a new time in our history. Peña Nieto was raised here in the town of Atlacomulco, home to his family, a political dynasty known as the Atlacomulco Group. For more than 60 years, all of the governors of the state of Mexico and the mayors of Atlacomulco have belonged to this powerful family. In a locally famous restaurant, Rosendo Colin stands at the grill, marinating roasted chickens in chili sauce and pineapple juice. Like the vast majority of the 85,000 people living in Atlacomulco, he always votes for the PRI. Here we can say there is law and order, compared to neighboring states where drug violence dominates local and state governments. Not here. Criminals here respect the law and those who uphold it. The PRI oversees pretty much everything in the state of Mexico, from the criminal justice system to this vast outdoor market. The party decides the prices for all merchandise sold, including fresh fruits and vegetables, used shoes and clothing, bicycle parts, and pirated CDs and DVDs. One of the vendors is Florencio Cadiz, a frail indigenous man who earns a meager living selling the plums he grows and scraps of firewood. My home is made of adobe and has just one room and a small kitchen. Counting my elderly father, seven of us live there. The floor is made of dirt and the walls are made out of laminated cardboard. I have two donkeys, and with them I work my small plot of land. One is called Dali, and the other is Canelo. Critics say under the PRI, such abject poverty has existed here for decades. Instead of complaining, Florencio Cadiz sings the party's praises. We campesinos love the PRI because they help us. Before the election, they gave me four large sacks of fertilizer for my cornfield so that it grows better. It's the kind of help that they've given us. In the 1940s, a local soothsayer famously predicted that the town of Atlacomulco would produce six governors in the state of Mexico, which it has done, and one man who would become the president. 
That part of the prediction came true this year. As Enrique Peña Neto prepares to take the oath of office on December 1st, there are widespread allegations that the PRI bought millions of votes and rigged the July presidential election in its favor. I think those kinds of practices, very much part of the past, have no place in Mexico's new political culture. I will apply the law to anyone who failed to comply with election laws. Still, many Mexicans believe Peña Nieto belongs to an old branch of the PRI, known as the Dinosaurs, a group that's reasserting its hold on power. That's what's behind protests taking place across the country in recent weeks. Millions of Mexicans are worried about the health of their nation's democracy. Laura Carlson is an independent political analyst who's been living in Mexico for 25 years. She and many others believe the PRI is more interested in holding on to power than fortifying democracy here. When I first got here, elections themselves were a farce and everybody knew it. You went to vote and there was all kinds of strategies in order to make sure that the ruling party won. So when people finally established more of a right to vote, it was a, it was a major achievement for Mexico. And they're really concerned that they're going to lose that again. A recent poll shows that 73% of Mexicans believe their democracy is failing. And at least a third of the population believes the recent election was tainted by fraud. Observers are keeping their eye on a growing citizens movement led by middle-class university students. It aims to closely monitor the incoming pre-government, making certain Mexico does not lose ground on its recently won democratic gains. It's not just Mexico's youth who are vocalizing their disapproval of the PRI. The protesters are people of all ages and walks of life, including 70-year-old Alicia Roman. It's just terrible and getting worse with these corrupt governments. They are selling away the country. When historians look back on the PRI's authoritarian past, they turn to two powerful examples. First and foremost, the 1968 government-ordered massacre of student democracy protesters. That event was Mexico's own version of Tiananmen Square. It happened on October 2nd, 1968, with the country just days away from hosting the Summer Olympics. In the Plaza of Tlatelolco in Mexico City, army troops opened fire on student demonstrators. Hundreds were killed. The bloodshed has remained a stain on the nation's conscience. Mexicans recall another example of the PRI's anti-democratic practices that happened during the 1988 presidential elections. The party's candidate then was Carlos Salinas de Gortari. The PRI wants clean, transparent elections under the law. On election day that year, analyst Laura Carlson says it looked like for the first time ever the PRI could lose the presidency. At that point, they came out and said that the computer system responsible for counting the votes had crashed. And the next thing we knew, there was an announcement that Salinas had won the elections. Mexico has changed dramatically since then. New electoral laws have been created to make elections more transparent. And since 1997, the PRI lost control of the Congress, undermining the once almighty presidency. 
but weak institutions such as local state and federal police still prevent many mexicans from enjoying the protections of their fledgling democracy margarita lopez walks alone in the streets of the mexican capital she's the mother of 19 year old yajira lopez one of the tens of thousands of Mexicans who have gone missing during President Felipe Calderón's war on drugs. My daughter was taken from her home by a group of armed men. I know exactly how many days she's been missing. I've been searching for her everywhere. The case remains unsolved. Mexico's next likely leader, Enrique Peña Nieto, promises to find solutions to such grave problems of injustice. Mexico has had a democratic change that without a doubt has fortified democratic values. Now we have new generations who have been raised in a new democratic culture, prepared for political competition. Lopez says seeing others deal with their pain only intensifies her desire for justice in the case of her own missing daughter. I do not believe what I have been told, that my daughter's head was cut off, that my daughter was tortured and raped before being assassinated. I still have the hope of finding her alive. She vows that no matter what political direction Mexico takes under its next president, her lone search for her missing daughter will continue. For America Abroad, I'm Frank Contreras in Mexico City. To learn more about Mexico, like us on Facebook or visit our website, americaabroad.org. I'm Ray Suarez, and you're listening to Mexico, looking forward on America Abroad.